Today's daf is daf Yud Zayin, page seventeen. They had to give Mesachas Bava Kama, but we did not finish daf Tes Zayin. So let's go back to the Mishnah, a little more than halfway down on daf Tes Zayin Amud Beis. All right, here we go, up to the Mishnah. I'm going to be zeichet to finish the very first parak and a little bit. I'm not going to call it a break, change of pace. We have uh, got it to Gemara, pretty much till the end of the parak. Some fascinating stuff, beautifully mudim. Let us get going. What is the difference between a tam and a muad? Okay. Now, obviously we know the difference. You know what, what difference is? One's called the tam, one's called a muad. <laughs> you obviously know there's a difference already. What does it mean the difference as far as how to establish the payment process of a tam and establish the payment process of a muad? Says the Mishnah, a tom animal, an animal that has not yet developed a pattern of, of goring, of damaging, pays up to half with its own body. So again, if I have a damaging animal worth $200, damages an animal worth $500. How much does the owner of the damaging animal need to pay? Half of 500 is 250 The problem is the animal that damaged is only worth 200 The halacha is you only have to pay 200 uh-huh. You're going to pay up to half the damage from the value of the damaging ox. Umur mesham mezeshav min aliyah. But if it's umur, you're going to pay full damages min aliyah from the best property. Okay? It's not the animal itself. Says Gemara, my aliyah, what do you mean the best property? The best, the, the, the most wanted, the most desired of his, uh, of his property. And this is what's going to lead us now onto the Agadita. Chizkiyo <coughs> laid down, they buried him with the male, the best, the best uh, uh, burial plots of B'nai David, Amar Abelazar, B'male, what does it mean? The best, the finest of the family. Umaninu, who's the finest of the Davidic family? David U Shlaimai. Okay. Avik Rubik Vais Vashakarla Bir David Vishkaveb Mishka Vashamali Basam Uznim. They buried him in the burial plots that have been uh, set aside for him by the city of David. They laid him down and they, they were nice smelling spices. My Bisamim Uznin. What are these nice smelling spices and Zinin? All different types of uh, of scents, all different types of of uh, perfumes. Rabbi Allah says, "Zine zine." Rabbi Shemegam Barachini Amar Besamim Shekom Eriach Behem Ba Lidei Zima. It was perfumes that whoever whoever smelled them came to Zima. It, it, it led them to have an, uh, a Yitzhara for immorality. Okay. Now we're going to, we're at the two dots, we're going to keep going on uh, different explanations of Sukkim in Navi. So now we're going to shift over to an incredible, incredible Limud that actually is, comes out from last week's Parsha. Parsha's told us. We asked a question this past Shabbos. The Leitzanim were speaking about Yitzchak Avinu saying that his father was Avimelech, it wasn't Avram. Why now? When he's 60 years old, why didn't we bring this up? Mm-hmm. That uh, the Torah testified he was fine when he was a baby. So one of the answers we brought down is that nobody had an axe to pick, 
that what it's called? An axe to pick, an axe to grind with him until he was matzliach, until he was successful and he started showing hatzlach in life. As a kid, nebuch, a nebuch take a kid. Yeah, but now that he's older, it's now all of a sudden the son come out, they got to knock him down. Okay. Yirmiya Hanavi was the one who prophesied prior to the destruction that there's going to be a destruction. Now, why did he prophesy about the destruction? Eicha, Rabbi, read Eicha. That was a prophecy. That happened before the destruction. People think it was like after the destruction, telling us what happened. That taka what happened, but it was prior. Yermia, why did he tell us everything is going to happen? To get us to do tshuva so there wouldn't be a destruction. The problem is nobody likes the mashkiach in yeshiva. Nobody likes to be told what to do. And when you're being told what to do, you have a couple options. Number one is you do it. Number two is you make fun of it. Those are the two approaches that human nature, I wouldn't even call it human nature, that, that a, a human has a choice to make. Either you step up to the plate or you try to crush the thing that's right. Yermia, as much as we have a book in Tanakh from him, was not well liked in his lifetime. Like a lot of good people, they're not well liked in their lifetime. It's afterwards where we start to appreciate them. So listen to this. Yermia is telling everybody about the upcoming destruction if tshuva is not done. They dug a pit to entrap me and they put snares to catch my feet. Yermiyah is prophesizing. You know what they're saying? You know what they're telling him every time he tells them that they need to shape up? Like, yeah, you're, you're the one who's committing, uh, you're the one who's with the Zaina. Uh-huh. You're, you're living with a married woman. It's a, a zaina is a, is a pit. Where do you see that from? What does it mean, a pit? What do you mean? It's the same thing. <laughs> right? Maybe it's a married woman who's a zaina. Maybe that's their accusation. Says You Hashem know, says Yermia, everything they're plotting against me to do. But if you're going to say that they suspected him of being with a Zaina, what about Maves? If somebody has relations with a Zaina, Yichai Misa? No. Achai Misa? You transgressed. Transgressed a lot. There's Chi of Misa. Of having relations with a married woman with Adam and Asura and all those things. But that relation with a Zion is no Chiyad Misa. A, a, a harlot. Right. Yeah, it's a law. It's a negative commandment of the Torah. But if you do it with not, a married woman. That's a death penalty. Yeah. If you have relations with a, with, a, with a regular harlot, there's not a death penalty. There's no death penalty there. Says the They threw him into a pit of plaster. Okay? Um, they basically, to get his get him stuck there, and that he would ultimately die. So it wasn't that he was high of Misa, it's just that that's what they were doing. They were trying to kill him. Nobody liked him. He's busy telling everybody <laughs> to shape up or ship out. Yeah, they were Yidden. David, the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash came about from us. Nebuch. I'm still in denial. Yeah, me too. Me too. Darash Rabba Rabba says, "My dixiv, what's the pshat? The pasuk says, 'You mushlochen lefenachav esa apcha asay lahem. Let them be michshal. Let them. Uh, what's a to be? What, what's a nichshal? Let them uh, trip. 
Yeah, in front of you, at the time of your anger, you should do to them. What does that mean? Even when they do tzedakah, even when they do tzedakah, Says Yirmiyah, you need to be worthy to be worthy. Deep stuff, incredible stuff. You hear about people who do such great stuff. This Kumara tells us you shouldn't be curious about what they did big. You know what should pique our curiosity? What they do before this that gave them this chus to do something so big. The Galgalans Chusay Dezaka, yeah, because Baruch sends good things to good people. Yermia was saying, Kalisol right now is not in a place, they're even Zaycha, to give tzedakah. Make it that when they give tzedakah, it shouldn't even go to a good place. It shouldn't even go to a good place. Now, there's two parts to tzedakah, by the way. There's two parts to any mitzvah. The, the uh, Paiskim tell us, and this is actually learned out from a couple of parshias ago, that every mitzvah has the action of the mitzvah and then the avaida of the mitzvah. Sometimes you'll find if a person puts on tefillin every day and then they bring it to a cipher and it turns out that it was puzzle tefillin. A person still did the avayda of a mitzvah even if I didn't mamish fulfill the mitzvah in actuality if the tefillin were actually puzzle. There's two, there's two parts to things. It was the intent and the action. The, the, there's an avayda part of it. There's the, to be a servant of Hashem, you were yaitza being an evet, but you did just weren't because your tefillin were puzzle. You weren't yaitza the, the action of tefillin itself. But it's not that it was waste. It's not that it went to waste. There's always an avoda part of a, of a mitzvah that we need to be tapped into. Now, if a person put on tefillin not in the way of avoda, so maybe he didn't get anything taka But Yermi is saying, listen, even when they do mitzvahs, let them let, let it be that they get the avoda part of the mitzvah, but not that they got the actuality part of the mitzvah. They honored him in his death. Right? This is. The Jewish quip, as they say in the Parshiyas, in Sefer Vayikra. It goes, Vayikra Tzav Shemini, Tazriya Mitzayra, Acharemais Kedoshim. So the, the quip in the world of Taira is Acharemais Kedoshim, which means, if you read that straight, it means after you die, you're holy. While somebody's here, nobody cares. All of a sudden, they're gone. Everybody's like, wow, if only I would have spent more time with them. If only I would have. Wow, I used to sit near him in shul. What a nice guy. Yep, but when he was around, where were you? Nowhere. Yeah, he didn't speak to him. He didn't do nothing. Mamashi Mamashi has such an impact. The way that he spoke and the way that he... Sincerity, yeah. In death, they honor him. They made a yeshiva by his kever. Of Chizkiah. One says it was there for three days. Top of today's daf. Echad on Marshiv. One says seven days. Rami loshleishim. Some say thirty days. Turn around. One of the rabbis learned Sushri Bichavod also led by Maisai. They made him honor his death. Zachiski Machiud. Let's bring the Chizki the King of Yudah. Shatzlo from Shleishim. Mishis Shatzlo Chatzufei Kosev. Thirty-six thousand men went out with, uh, revealing their shoulders, which was a sign of mourning. To be Rebbe's opinion, Rebbe Yehuda Amar Leir. Rebbe Nechemia Balei Lefnei Achav. Also, again, they did the same exact thing in front of Achav. And guess what? He was a Russia. So just because you had that doesn't mean that they were showing that this, this king was a tzaddik. They did that for every king. The honor they gave Chizkiah is that they placed the Yavitar on his bed. And the greatest eulogy you could say is This king was a walking safer Torah. He says to Gemara, let's do that. What a great idea. Whenever you have a tzaddik who dies, let's pull out the Sifri Torah, lay it next to the coffin, 
and show the greatest eulogy. This guy was a walking Sefer Torah. He says, You're allowed to take out a Sefer Torah, you can't put it next to the coffin. You could put it, but you don't say that he actually fulfilled that, which is very interesting. You never... Let's say it like this. He asked that Erez Levaya there not be eulogies. It's a very common thing for tzaddikim to put in their wills. Not for no eulogies. People think it's out of humility. Right? That's it. A humble, humble person doesn't want any eulogies. Maybe. I'm sure they're humble. There's something else. My mother shared this with me. Not about Rabbi Leib, my mother shows me in general. She said, I don't want people talking about me. My mother's part of the Baruch. She said, I don't want people talking about me. I don't want you to write anything special on my tombstone. Because here's the issue. I'm going to come to Shemayim. And they're going to look at me and I'm going to be who I am. I'm going to be who I am. The last thing I need is that they start calling me a faker. Look what everybody thought you were. Look what they're writing on your tombstone. Look what they're saying on your Leviah. Were you actually that? It's not to my advantage for people to be saying these things. I'm going to be judged for what I truly am. And if it comes out that people are saying things that they think I was, but I really wasn't, and you never know the, the thoughts mm-hmm. of a person, it's working to my disadvantage. Mm-hmm. It's possibly not a good idea. Yeah, yeah. It's possibly not a good idea. Like who Now, if there's things that people could learn from and you want to give over a message on the matseva, on the, on, the, you know, on, the, on the stone, or you want to give over a message that people should learn from the way things... Uh, were in this person's life or looked, Avadi, you give over those messages. But Sadiqim who understood what a Yaim Hadin is, they understand what a Yaim Hadin is, the power of it, they're like, it's not to my advantage. It's not, like, please, do me a taiva. Just like, stay away from that. Don't, don't necessarily, don't go there, yeah? So maybe that's what the Gemara here is saying. We'll put a Sefer Torah, but just don't say Kiyom. I was a walking Sefer Torah. It's not to the deceased's advantage to say that. Was walk with Rabbi Yechanan to talk to him in uh, you know uh, about whether or not to bring a sefer Torah when somebody passes away, and he went to the base He went to the where are you from? Where are you from? What's a base A washroom, a restroom, a bathroom. And um, I, I presented this in front of him. He wouldn't respond until he washed his hands. Okay, so we're learning some halachas here. He didn't want to talk in Torah after he used the restroom. Washed his hands and went to and put his tefillin back on. You know the word tefillin in the restroom. Made a bracha. And then he said, You should say kiyam. But you don't say that he taught whatever was inside the Sefer Torah. Says But we learned... Learning Torah is the most important because you can't do without, uh, without action. So you, Rabbi Echen, are trying to limit what we're doing by saying, oh, you could say he learned, but don't say that he taught. One second. Learn, isn't learning the Gres Tazach? Isn't learning the greatest thing? Um, says the Gemara, like Asha, one's talking about the actual study of Torah and one's talking about, too, the teaching of Torah. Okay? Now, is this that we say the 
which part of Torah is the most important that leads to performance, that is when you're able to articulate Torah to others, when you're able to give over to the Torah the to others. But the study of Torah itself, there's, there's no concern about. You're, that you're allowed to say, says Rabbi Yechina. You can't okay. say taught. Right. Hmm. You can't say taught everything in the Torah. Oh, everything, okay. Right. What's the meaning of the Pesach which says, Ashrechem, fortunate, Zaire al-Kalmayim, are those who plant near the waters, Mishalche Regel, who send forth the feet of Hashor, the ox, Vachamar, and the donkey. This, by the way, is very much going to bring us back into Bavakama. Right? The feet of the ox and the donkey. And What's the Torah? Planting seeds by the water. What's Gemilas Chasodim? Going with your feet. Will merit the Nachla, the heritage or inheritance of Shnei Shvatim, of the two Shvatim, okay? Or the two Shvatim. So. Um, the uh, Mefarshim explain over here It is Rashi said oh, Let's keep going Okay, the two Shvatim For the two Shvatim says the Gemara Shinamar Ashrechem Zayeh Be'inzriya Tzedakah Fortune of those who seed And seeding, planting is referring to charity Shinamar Ziru Lechem Letzakah Kitzvah Lefichaset Plant for yourself for, for Tzedakah And harvest according to your kindness Ve'in Mayim Elatera Water is referring to Tzedakah Shinamar Hayi Kol Tzumelechul Amayim Anybody who's thirsty should come to the Torah. You'll be matzliach in Torah. What, what does it mean that he's going to inherit the uh, the shnei shvatim, the two the, the two tribes? What does that mean? He's going to merit the greatness and the majesty, the royalty of Yosef Atzadik, okay, who was a king. When Yosef would come by, all the young women would hop over the walls just to be able to see his greatness. Yisachar is a chamar garam, a strong, uh, a strong donkey. A donkey is referring to something that can carry heavy weights and packages, so it's referring to wealth. Okay, now what's the mila of having all the young ladies jumping over the wall to uh, to look at Yosef's good looks? So. What this, this is a, there's a, a powerful idea in this. And that is when a, somebody lives in the ways of Hashem, you're not even going to have to leave what you're doing for people to be attracted to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. They'll come. They'll see it. They'll come. That's what it's referring to. It's not referring to a... Uh, we're not dealing... Yeah, it's not referring to like a, a physical thing mm-hmm. per se. It's Yosef with his greatness. Everybody just... They, they were attracted to him. They were, there was a magnetic pull. They want to know what's this... What's this special person about? It's the army. There are those who say, His enemies will fall in front of him like Yosef. Have intuition. Like Yisachar, who was the power of Tyra. As it says, From the tribe of Yisachar, you'll have an understanding of how a Yid is supposed to do, how a Yid is supposed to act. Everybody who finished the first parak of the Helegim Masechus Babakama, and now we get to the second parak, and our Mishnah and Gemara is going to deal specifically with with uh, our initial Gemara is going to deal specifically with regal, the damage of regal. Let's just remind ourselves, when an ox 
or animal damages in a way of regal. What does that mean? It damages in a way where it's going about its usual business. So it's an expected, it's an expected thing. Okay? Even though we got surprised by the expected, I take my car in, and they're like, hey, you know, uh, you should have rotated your tires 10,000 miles ago, you know? And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, you need new tires. I'm like, I just bought these tires from you uh, uh, three years ago. I'm like, what do you mean? Arto, you know, it says you got 60,000 miles on these tires. I know for sure I bought these from them last year, whatever it is. And I'm just shocked. But the mice, the tires wear out. Listen, low tread is low tread. Let's come in ton. What am I supposed to do? There's regal. There's a normal way that things go. And whether or not I thought I was just getting an oil change, at least... At least they're not getting me to buy uh, blinker fluid. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Zuck the Mishnah. Ketzat Harega How, what's the case? Where the damage through Regel is considered a muad. Expected damage. That's what it damages as it walks. It's normal way. Animals that walk in their normal way it's usual for them to break things that are in their way. How about, now, if the animal that's walking is going to push off to the side with its horn, interestingly, that's, that's going to be carrot. Right. Okay? Habe animals are to walk normally and to break things in its path. But let's say the animal decided to give a kick. Or pebbles are shooting out from under the feet of the ox. And the ox kicks up pebbles and that pebble goes and hits pottery or whatever it is and breaks it. Now that's considered you're going to pay half damage. Now we don't know why yet. Yeah. We don't know why. This is a chiddush. That tsroros, when it shoots out pebbles, it's going to be considered you're going to only pay half damage. We don't know why yet. Okay. So keep that in mind. We don't know. Let's say the animal stepped on a vessel and broke it. And the first vessel hit another vessel and broke that domino effect. For the first vessel, you got to pay full damages because that was directly from your animal's foot. On the second one, you're going to pay half damages. Okay, so anything that the animal directly kicked is going to be rego. Any piece of that that went flying is going to be called sororos. That's going to be called a pebble, even if it's not actually a pebble. It could be a piece of pottery that cracked off and that's now you're going to pay half damages. Okay. Hatanigailim, chickens. Mu'adim lahalech yadagal shaper. Also, break things in their path. Dalil, kosher baraglov. Let's say you had a dalil, you had a rope, a string tied to the feet of the chicken. Or the chicken was hopping. Umeshaber es hakelim. And it breaks kalim in that way. Okay. Meshalim chati nezek. You're going to pay chati nezek. Okay. Why? Because, again, even though this is normal for a chick, chicken to hop, it's considered sororos. It wasn't the actual body of the chicken, but there's an added idea in this, that even if it's a string attached to the chicken that goes out and that, that's spreading out and damages, that's called pebbles. That's an, actually a chiddush, right? It's a novel idea that, uh, that we're adding in. Okay, beautiful. Here we go. Zok to Gemara, top of Amud Beis. Amalei Ravina, the rubber. Ravina says, Rav, hainu regal, hainu behema. Okay. Our mission started out by saying... The Mishnah changed from the word regal to the word behema. Why? It says the Gemara, Amar Lei, Tona Abbasuk Tana told us. 
We're mentioning primary categories and secondary categories. Elameyata says Gemara, but now save the Tanya Shem Muadas and Behemah Muadas. It says Shein and Behemah also are both Muadas. My obviously my Toldasika, it's all the same thing. There's no primary and secondary. So don't tell me Behemah means secondary. By Shein it doesn't mean. So maybe by regular it doesn't mean either. It says Gemara, have a Kamahad Le Bidibu, have a Kamahad Le Bidichusa, Vamar Le, Anoshanai Choda, Vachanai Choda. He says, okay, so you told me the answer. I gave you an answer, and now you give me an answer. In other words, I told you, it's an Avin Tolda. You're questioning. You go answer your own question. I don't have to answer your question. And he said this in, in, uh, in a way of kibitzing with, um, Ravu was kibitzing with uh, Ravina. For time am I? Says, okay, so what's talk of the reason? Talk of the reason. I'm Ravashi, Tona, Shein, Dechaya, Vekatona, Shein, Debehim. Because there's different, there's different types of Shein. The Shein of Chaya, of wild uh, uh, animals, and then there's shame, uh, uh, da- damage with uh, benefit of domesticated animals. So good. I mean, I would say v'shiachas b'iraksiv. It says you send forth your animal behema in chayolai only domesticated animal. There's regel, but I would say by a wild animal, there's not regel. Kamash malon the chayav b'chal behema. So therefore, we, we mention that it's all it's all the same thing. Shane and behema. What does it mean? Shane the chayav v'shane the behema. Yochi, my brother, the misty beresha says Gemara. So we should have said first Shane de Behema, then Shane de Chaya. Why is Behema listed second? Again, the Mishnah says Shane and then Behema. We're saying Shane means Chaya. Behema means Shane of Behema. Why don't we put Shane of Behema first? That which is learned from Madrasha, Chavivale is more beloved. Yeah, Halavai, that's Kishmak. But it means like this when people talk, when people talk, even if it's not the primary thing, they want to tell you over their, their something they chapped. Something they figured out. You got to hear what I just figured out. Mm-hmm. Even though that's not like the source of everything, but people want to share that which is that which they figured out and made a judge of is more chaviv, is more beloved, and therefore we mention the chaya before the behemoth. So why don't we do the same thing in our mission as well? Just because it's more chavif, it's not going to tell you to push aside the primary and begin with the secondary. But you say more, you could say, I did this all like my rego, pass up a rego. Since you started with rego, we're dealing with, um, we're, we're going to start our conversation with regal as well. Period. Okay. Tanu Rabbana. The rabbis learned, and that's why they're rabbis. We say, an animal is a muad to walk normally and break. You pay full damage. What is this? Rego. What's the case of rego? An animal's walking normally. Give me an example. Give me an example. What's normal? Yeah? Dave, you know what normal is? What is? I don't know. See, that's the problem. I don't know normal in this world. What's normal? People say, oh, you're so normal. You're normal? What's normal? I think, I think you're weird if you're normal. What's abnormal? No, isn't it unique to be normal? So now you're weird. So now normal's weird. And what's abnormal? Abnormal. Huh? All right, very good. Says Gemara, what's the example? What's what's normal? goes into the property of the victim. And it damages with the body as it's walking. Or it damages with her hair, referring to her mane or whatever it is, in a way of uh, in a way of walking. Okay, now how does it damage? The example we gave when we when we learned this mission earlier is like a talus. You walk by something with a talus, and your talus knocks the coffee off the table and knocks the watch off the table, the eyeglasses. Things get snagged onto hair. 
or the saddle, the, the package, the bit in her mouth, or the bell around her neck, animal damages with its, with its load, all these things are normal, <coughs> it's regular, as it's walking, it's called regal, and you're going to pay full damages. Sumcha Saimer, Sumcha says, when something gets damaged with pebbles, what's pebbles? As the animal's walking, pebbles shoot out. The chazir, or you have a chazir, a P-I-G, that's sticking its nose through the garbage dump, the hizik, and it damages also, these things are all normal, and mishalim nezek shalim. The owner of these animals are going to pay um, full damages. Now, what's Sumchis adding on? Sumchis says pebbles pays full. Our Mishnah said pebbles pay half. Now, we don't know why pebbles pay half yet. Okay. Uh, actually, we do know. Because we learned it earlier in the Gemara, but the Mishnah here didn't say it. The Gemara here didn't say it. Earlier, we learned that it's, it, it's halacha mashbi sinai, it's a unique halacha passed down by Shurabin from our Sinai. But which we'll, we'll one, get there. One that you pay half damages on pe- on pebble shots. Okay. Says Gemara Hizik Pshita. If uh, if there's damage, of course you're going to have to pay full damage. What's the additional? Tzumcha says you should know Tzrayres pays full and a Chazir pays full. What's he adding on? This said a, a pig sticks its nose into a garbage. How is it different than the cases of the ox and the donkey? Because it's a pig. Yeah. So what? Who, who cares? I, I would know that anyway. Basically, right. you've given me examples of animals that do normal damage. But what's he adding? What Sunkas means is, if a PIG sticks its nose into the garbage and from the garbage something shoots out and damages, you pay Nezik Shalom. It's like Tzrai race. It's like pebbles. Okay. Fine. So now we know. So now we'll pause for a minute. Let's look back at the Bryson. The Brysa starts like this. We're going to say this outside in order to understand the next question. A behema pays full damage is a muad to go normally and break. What are some examples of breaking as you go? You go into the victim's yard and you start walking around, then stepping on stuff, or knocking on stuff, or your hair gets caught, or the saddle, or the pack that it's carrying, or a donkey, all these things you pay Nezek Shalem. Comes along Sumchis, and Sumchis says, Tsroros, you pay Nezek Shalem. Tsroros means shot pebbles. Huh? All those things seem to be byproducts of the actual. Yeah, as opposed to, as a, is Sumchis saying pebbles is like a main? Is that what he's saying? Or. Like, what's he adding? That's the Gemara that's going to come in to clarify, like Matas is pointing out. What the Gemara is coming to clarify here. Un- until now, we didn't see pebbles anywhere. We didn't see things that are shooting out. We just saw the body damaging or something directly on the body this damaging. Come on, Sumchus, pebbles. Says the Gemara, Sumchus, we're, we're playing baseball, not football. We're, we're dealing with body damage, not dealing with, unless it's the same thing. So let's see. Says the Gemara, why Sumchus bringing in Sreiris? What's he coming to add in? It says, Normal tsrairis, if it kicks out in the normal way of going, you pay half damage. Also, you're going to pay, uh, you're also going to pay And therefore, comes that's added to the brysa. So in other words, the brysa was talking about shootouts. If the damage with the body itself, you pay full. If it damages with a shot, with power from the body, something that's shot out from the garbage heap, 
you pay half. And comes along Sumchis, Sumchis, I'm sorry, it's Vechazir, Shayyan, Rebbe Bashu, it's Vehizig, Mishalim, and Azik Shalim. No, you're going to actually pay full. So we said, ah, Sumchis, we're not talking about pebbles. Says, yes, we are. You just left it out of the Brysa, but the Brysa was absolutely dealing with pebbles. Tanara Banan, the rabbi is lined, and so should we. Tanakalim, Shayyan, Mafrichim, and Makam, Makam. If you have chickens that are Mafrichim, flying, how high do chickens fly? Not very high. Like four feet. Yeah? Not very high. Okay. So they're Mafrichim. So since they don't go too high, what happens when chickens move from place to place? They get a couple feet off the ground. Well, very often they're around stuff and their wings are flapping to keep them up in the air and that stuff breaks. You have to pay full damages. Okay. Let's say they damaged with the wind that's created from their wings. So the chicken itself didn't actually hit the thing. The, the wind hit it. Then, Misham Chat says, you have to pay half damages. The wind is going to be called Shroros. We're going to consider that the same as pebble shots. Pebble shots are created from the feet that get kicked up. The, the, the wind, I guess the best word to use, um, also is called Shroros. And you pay half damage. Sumcha says you have to pay full. Tani de the price as well. If you have chickens that are mahates, like we said before, they're hopping on, on gabe iso, on top of dough. So they're ruining the dough. Or algabe peris, or fruits, with tinfu, and it dirties it, or they peck at it, they start to eat it. Mishalim, you have to pay, you have to pay full damage. Okay? Now, over here, obviously, this is not going to be called keren, this is going to be called, let's say, shane. Or something that you would pay Nezek Sholem on. Helu Ofar, if it kicks up dirt, that's called pebbles. Sukhus again says whenever you have pebble damage, uh, you're going to be paying, he holds you're going to be paying full damage. Tani If you have a chicken flying from place to place, and a wind comes out from under its wings, the problem here is stomach See, only Sumchis until now was the one who said that the wind of a chicken wing you pay Nezek Shalim. The Chacham said you pay half damage. So here it seems the Chacham are going to say you're going to have to, you're going to be paying full, which is. That this is the novel idea and perhaps the contradiction. You know what Sumchus holds? You know why you pay full damages on pebbles and on wind of a chicken? Mm-hmm. He says, Kayach, power is kigufai. It's like your body itself. Power is like your body itself. If I generate force, that's me. Ready? How did Rabban Shalom make man? Everything here is so deep. It's, it's incredible. Nothing's in a vacuum. How did Kaddish Baruch Hu make Adam? Whew. Whatever a breath from the Rabban Shalom is. It says, Wind of something is it itself. It's the source itself. A chicken that, blow, that makes wind with its wings... It's the chicken itself damaging. When the Rabbi Shalom blew into Adam, Adam is now a chilek alaykamimal. Adam is now part of the Rabbi Shalom. Okay? 
If it's like a body, you should have to pay. You should have to pay full damages. And if it's not your body, you shouldn't have to pay anything. Period. Now is where the Gemara teaches us this halacha. It sounds like this: pebbles. You ready for this? Rabbanon say you pay half damage. Why? We don't know. Halacha l'mashvi Sinai. It's an oral tradition. Mashvinu at Sinai. Sumcha says. You pay full because mm-hmm. the, the, like the force that you generate is like your body. You pay full. The Rabbana might even agree with that. And the Rabbana do agree with that. They say force is like your body. Aye, so why are you paying half? Allah Halamai Shemi Sinai. That's right. They agree with it. But Allah Halamai Shemi Sinai, you pay half. Amar Rav Rav says, Kail Shebezav Tamei. Any type of situation where you have a zav, if somebody's impure, and he touches an object or item in a way that it now becomes impure. There's only certain ways that a zav can transmit tuma, can make something impure. For example, if a zav um, touches something with his finger, it's not impure. But if a zav tramples on something, walks over it, or... Um, sits on it, puts his weight on it, or pushes it, it becomes impure. But not just... Yeah, if it just touches this, if it just touches it, it's not impure. But if I go like this? Yeah, then it's impure. It's impure. Right? It becomes Tameh with Tumah Zav. So I'm a rabbi, Zav in the same way, by damages, Misham Nazir, something to pay full damages. Kol Shabazav Tar, any time... Where that type of action by a zav would keep the utensil would remain pure, but chatinazak. If it damages in that way, touch whatever it is, so you're going to you're going to uh, be paying half damage. Verava tsrayrois also la ashmein says the gemara. Verava, what what is tsrayrois ashmein? Is Rava just coming to teach me the laws of tsrayrois? Says the gemara. Like Rava egla musheches bekaren bekaren kamashmulan. Rava is coming to teach me a case of egla a wagon musheches bekaren. Listen to this. What's a case of eggline, a wagon, hamushachas bekar? So this is when you have an animal that's mamish pulling a wagon along. That wagon is called the animal itself. The now wagon, I would say, huh? The wagon is called the animal itself? Correct. You have an ox pulling a plow. You have a horse pulling a wagon. The, the, the wagon hmm. is mamish like the animal. Now, Without Rava's Chiddush over here, we say, what's Rava's Chiddush? I know this. Without Rava's Chiddush, I wouldn't know this. Because until now, what do I have a case of? Either my body, that body of the animal itself damages, or the animal damaged in a way of its force. But here I have a unique case. I have a unique case where the animal schlepping the wagon, it's only connected by a hitch. Yeah, like a that was called the hitch at the back of the car, right? A little, a little connection over here. I would say that's connected, but it's not the animal. It's, it's a new case, so I would think that it's uh, it's not considered the animal itself. Comes along, rubber tells me no, it is considered. <coughs> it is considered the uh, the pulling animal itself. Tanik Abbas the rubber. We have a Bryce supporting rubber. Behemam what the shop of the an animal's a muad to. Damage in its normal way. Case for example, what? An animal is going to the courtyard of a nizik. It damages his body in the normal way. With a hair in the normal way. The saddle on his back. The 
the package the bit in its mouth that bell around the masai a donkey carrying a package or an egg or an egla young calf pulling a wagon in all these cases so you see like Rava that is considered like your body even when you're pulling a wagon behind you the rabbis learned and that's why they are rabbis if you have a chicken that's pecking at a rope of a bucket oh yeah April Fool's yeah, he's pulling a prank. This guy thinks he's going to be drawing water. Yeah, the chicken's pecking at the rope. The rope snaps and down goes the pail. The owner of the chicken that damaged the rope has to pay, Nezek Shalim has to pay full damage on even the pail, it seems. See, it, it pecked at the rope, but because it pecked at the rope, the pail fell. There's got to be some nursery rhyme like this. Isn't there a case like this? <laughs> Something like happened down when the... Right? When they say hickory oh, dickory dock. Hickory jack, the mouse ran up the clock. Three mice ran up a clock. The clock struck one. Another two went away with minor injuries. <laughs> no? Something like that? You have to tell me I don't think that's jokes. how it goes, but... <laughs> okay. you got to tell me the two jokes from last night. All right. Here we go. Before we're done. Mishal <laughs> 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 Oh, you got to pay Nezek by Rav Rav, ask a question searching for information. Animal stepped on a clee on a vessel, but it didn't break. Okay, so no problem. Then it's Galgel, but the problem now is from stepping on it, it didn't break right away, but it rolled to another place, and then when it got there, crack. Finishbar. It broke. Ma, what's halacha? Basar me karazin. Do you follow the beginning? The gufa heal me. Consider this to be the actual body of my animal, and therefore I'm going to be obligated to pay. It's direct damage. I don't want basar taramonas linan. Or do we say you go where the where the thing actually broke? Utsrayris nenu, and now it's called pebbles because it broke against the wall. It didn't broke where my animal kicked it from. And if it's Cyrus, I should have to pay half damage according to the Rabbana. But if I consider this initial damage, I should have to pay him full. What's the halacha? That is Rabba's Shaila. Answers the Gemara. Tifshleimi the Rabba. Let's answer it from Rabba's halacha. Let's figure out the answer. Tama Rabba, Rabba says, If somebody throws a vessel off of a roof. So let's picture this. Somebody standing on a 10th floor of a building throws a vessel off the roof. What's going to happen to that vessel within five seconds? Uh, three seconds. Right. It's about to hit the ground, but listen closely what happened. Somebody else came along, the Shavrai Bemakel. He sees the thing coming down from the 10th floor. He's like, batting practice, baby. Poop. Takes, a, takes, a, takes a, a baseball bat and whacks it before it hits the floor. Putter. The one who broke it with his bat is off the hook. Ah, you broke it. No. The Amrinan Lay, we're going to say to the first guy, the moment you threw this off the roof, this thing was a sitting duck. Is that what it's called? Yeah? This thing's done. Off the roof. Kachink. Yeah? So when the guy hit it with a bat, he broke a broken vessel. Ah, uh, it wasn't broken? Yes, it was. Well, it was all together. No, no, no. It was on the way down. down the floor. This thing was going to break. It's already considered broken. So you see that you consider something broken... From the moment it's headed there. See, Rub asked the Shiloh. My animal kicked the vessel. It didn't break initially, but it broke once it hit the wall. Is that called direct animal damage? And therefore I'm obligated? Or is it called Cyrus? Because you see from here, it's not called Cyrus. Otherwise, otherwise, we would obligate 
the guy with the baseball bat and half damages. Right. Or maybe full damages or obligate the first guy half, whatever, whatever you did. Obviously, you threw down a vessel that's not yours. Right? So we already consider a brook and you see that, that uh, it goes, you, you go after the place that the <clears throat> oncoming damage was going to happen. Says Gemara, okay, well, Larabah Pshitle, Rabba knew the answer, but Rabba could still have a question. Larabah <laughs> Miboyle. Yeah, so maybe Rabba said that's the Allah, so he could figure it out, but Rabba maybe doesn't agree with that Allah. So how do we deal with Rabba? So Gemara says, Tashma, come and listen. Hidus, if a chicken's hopping around in a mood, it's not a mood, it is a mood, it is, mood. It is normal. Hidus, what do you mean? Uh, chicken hopping around, everybody agrees chickens hop around. It's got to be the dispute is when it's hopping around and things are shooting out from it. Yeah, it's knocking things over. The Marsover Basami Karazina, some say you go after the beginning. The one says you follow where it actually breaks, and therefore, if you want to know the answer to Rabba's question, the answer is Machlaikas. It's Machlaikas in the Brisa. says Gemara light, not necessarily, or not necessarily. Top of tomorrow's daf, maybe that case is where the chicken's hopping around and it's sending pebbles all over the place. Whether you pay half damage or full damage on Sriris. Okay? So, bottom line is, we don't necessarily have an answer to Rubba's question. Again, Rubba has a question. We're going to hold it here for today, but Rubba, we're going to try to answer this tomorrow. Rubba has a question. His question is if I have my animal kick something, it doesn't break initially, it breaks in three seconds. As it hits the wall, do I go after the beginning and you're going to have to pay full damage? It's as if it damaged directly with his body or is this called Shroros because it rolled away and now that I'm going to hold you, I have to pay half damage. We still don't know. Bezajan will try to answer this tomorrow. We'll pick up from Toshma on the second line on Daf Yerches. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.